Most people are just waiting for you to shut up so they can start talking and <laughs> get their point across. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Just clicked over to 11 minutes after 6 on this Monday morning. Usually I know what you're going to do here. But I, d- I don't know the nature of this hero story that you that you have brought to the fore this uh, morning. Yeah, it was a good hero story. I love these average superheroes, if you will. All right, her name is Heaven Chavez. She was in her car with her mother when they heard some screaming. What had happened was a sinkhole in New Mexico. So she's in her vehicle and they hear some yelling out of nowhere. My window was cracked, but I heard somebody yelling for help. And I told my daughter, I think somebody's yelling for help. And she said, turn around, mom. Yeah, so turn around. What happened here? They go and look and they see a giant sinkhole right there in the sidewalk. The whole sidewalk was gone. The whole sidewalk gone. And there was people inside. A a man and his son were actually in the sinkhole and calling for help. So they knew they had to do something. He was holding onto the poles and he was screaming, saying, I don't want to die. And if I die, I love you, son. And I was like, you're not dying. She said, nope, nope, you're not dying. We got you. No one dying today. So... Heaven Chavez started climbing down the fence to see if she could reach him. I was holding onto the fence like Spider-Man, trying to trying to help him, but trying to save myself as well. And they're able to get him out after assessing the damage from this giant sinkhole. They're able to pull him out, and he was just ecstatic. My daughter got a baby blanket out of the car and gave it to him, and he hugged her so tight, and he, he needed somebody, and we could have lost another person today. So how about that, huh? You know what I like most? She said she was climbing down the fence like Spider-Man. Yes, yes. I always say in these average everyday hero stories, right? Like people are always super humble, which sure. I get, you know, no, nah, I'm just doing what anybody else right. would have done. I'm like, what do I always say? I want somebody to be like, no, I'm, I was Spider-Man. That's who I was today. <laughs> it was I time. was Spider-Man. I was the superhero. So congratulations. Thank you, Heaven Chavez, for doing something that I don't know I could do. Be our Everett superhero of the day. I think you're climbing down in there. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. I don't know which hero you're more like. Batman. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Following a 4-2 homestand, the first-place Brewers begin a six-game road trip tonight in St. Louis against the last-place Cardinals. Three home runs fuel the Brewers' 9-6 win over the other team from Missouri on Sunday afternoon. Swing and fly ball out to center. Backing up. Warning track wall is Eaton. Gone! Bryce Terang, a three-run homer. Third home run of the season for Terang, and the Brewers have opened it wide open. 
Yeah, Jeff Levering with the call. That made it 8-4. Eric Lauer's first bullpen appearance of the season earns him the win. Lauer removed from the rotation last week to the performance and lack of velocity. Coverage of tonight's game in St. Louis begins following the 6 o'clock news. Add Mark Jackson to the list of head coaching candidates for the Milwaukee Bucks. According to Sham Sharania of The Athletic, Jackson will meet with the Bucks regarding their head coaching vacancy. The list also includes Golden State assistant Kenny Atkinson. And Memphis Grizzlies star John Morant just doesn't seem to get it. Two months after being suspended after flashing a gun while drunk at a Denver nightclub, Morant was caught again flashing a gun while singing along in the passenger seat of a friend's car. Video has since been deleted from social media. Grizzlies have suspended Morant for all team activities until further notice. The league's investigating. They're still going now to make sure that this was a legitimate video, that it wasn't doctored in some way. Uh, But I think there is a real, real possibility if that is what it appeared to be a weapon in John Morant's hand, he again is going to likely face a significant suspension to start next season. That's ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. On the court, we're down to four in the NBA. The Celtics pick up a blowout win over the 76ers in Game 7 of their Eastern Conference semifinal series. Jason Tatum pops off for 51, so it'll be the Celtics and Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Out west, it'll be the Denver Nuggets taking on the Los Angeles Lakers. That series gets underway on Tuesday. Uh, and back to the Brewers quick, Vinny. So Owen Miller hits a double yesterday. I'm at the Brewers game. We're with the family. It's a double to the right field fence, bounces off the wall, scores a run, part of a, a, an offensive explosion for the Brewers in that third inning. Well, last year when Miller played for the Indians, the then Indians, or Guardians now, he hit a Mother's Day home run, gave his mom the bat. Well, prior to the game yesterday, he went back to mom's house and said, hey, can I use that bat again? I had a home run last year. Might work this year. Who knows? Ends up hitting a double. He's now reached base in 16 straight games. And yes, after the game, he gave the bat back to mom. Well, it's a good thing she still had it. That, that one of those that I think it's in the attic. I don't know. We we got little a lot of boxes, you know, with the move. <laughs> right. I gave it to your cousin. We were playing baseball in the yard the <laughs> He's other day. Using it right. Well, <laughs> she's got it now, and she's, she'll likely hang on to it until at least next Mother's Day, where I presume no one will go back knocking on the door to use it again. I think he sold that on eBay. Six eighteen <laughs> on Wisconsin's Morning News. on Wisconsin's Morning News. New segment alert. New segment alert. Something we want to start doing here on Mondays for you to help you get a look at your week ahead. I guess we're going to call it the week ahead. It's time to look at the week ahead. All right. There you go. That's pretty spectacular, wasn't it? (laughs) Very, very simple. I don't know. We talked with Greg Greg Hill, our producer here earlier. He created that special Mm -hmm. opening. He's like, what do you think? I'm like... I don't know. Now that we played it, maybe I want a little more. A little Put some more. more stuff in there. Dump it up. <laughs> Make it more obnoxious. Yeah. We like a little obnoxious. bit louder. <laughs> Put some on. sound effects in there. Bells and whistles. Pew, pew, pew. Now, the week ahead. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. What? Okay, uh, so wasn't that? <laughs> weren't we in the, in the segment? Here we are now. Uh, a big week this week. It's National Police Week. Obviously, this is a time when uh, law enforcement also honors those who we've lost in the line of duty. So there are events that take place all week long here locally and in Washington, D.C. You know, I've talked with folks who've been involved in that. Um, 
whether it's the local Harley Davidson dealerships, because yeah. a lot of a lot of it is uh, they ride the police motorcycles mm-hmm. out there, which and is a whatever. cool scene to see. House all of them. Harley in Greenfield, I know they uh, actually will trailer some of the yep. bikes out there for them and yep. take an active role in that. And then some of the families who are out there in Washington D.C. who have lost loved ones in the line of duty. Important week for them to be with other families, to commune with them, and also get all kinds of support on how they keep living. Day after day, knowing that that tragedy has been a part of their life. Wisconsin has lost four law enforcement officers in the line of duty this year, which is the most we've had in a year in in more than 20. So something to keep in mind this week, give you some perspective. A joint finance committee gets to work again this week for a couple of meetings. They have one Tuesday and one Thursday, so they'll bicker some more and fight about things. Rewriting the entire state budget. <laughs> Rewriting the entire state budget. By Governor Tony Evers. That one out, this one in. Speaking of money, the debt ceiling will be discussed again. They're going to meet later this week, the president and congressional leaders, including the GOP leaders. There are less than three weeks now for negotiators, the White House and leaders of Congress, to come to some sort of agreement to essentially raise the debt limit that would allow the government to keep on paying its bills as usual. All right, so that's ABC's Elizabeth Schulze with them. Because they always have and never haven't, I just think for... You expect... Well, just for people listening to the news right now or who are part of our show, like, I I don't know how much we should cover this, right? Yeah, it's frustrating me. It's a lot of posturing, a lot of saber-rattling, if you will. And then at the end... heretofore has always Typically, turned out yeah, yeah. so so how is this different well i'm sure we'll be saying this again next week now two weeks left yep, yep. the clock continues to tick uh let's see here today is the 2023 sports illustrated uh, swimsuit edition being published comes out today they still do that still make that magazine <laughs> uh, 28 incredible women says the magazine will be featured including Olivia Dunn and Angel Reese. Olivia Dunn, of course, is the uh, TikTok superstar who's worth a lot, a lot of money now because of her posts on social media. And Angel Reese was the one uh, from LSU who was doing the whole, you know, kind of mocking that girl on the other team when she won the NCAA basketball championship. Interesting. Now, is it... Where's Livy from? I thought she was LSU. She's not. She's uh, another SEC school, maybe. No, she is. I thought she, they both they're were. They're both LSU? Yeah. Right. yeah. So anyway, they're, they're on, I don't know if they're on the cover, but they're in the magazine, which is coming out today. Oscars of the Internet, the Webby Awards are today, honoring the year's best websites, online films, and videos. Acceptance speeches are limited to just five words in length. <laughs> the Cannes Film Festival kicks off tomorrow. We have the Western Conference Finals in the NBA starting later this week, as will the Eastern Conference Finals. They start, too, later this week. It's Nuggets and Lakers, Heat and Celtics. Wednesday, here locally, the Trade Hotel is holding its ceremonial ribbon-cutting ceremony. This is the one across from Pfizer 4? Yeah, to get to walk through it. So, maybe we make a field trip on Wednesday and we go walk through that thing. It's probably the last time a lot of us would be in there. Pricey, <laughs> right? The presidential suite. I think we said... Last week, that's the one you booked. Yes, it's like the double <laughs> two-story. It's got like 18 rooms, a bunch of bathrooms and all that. 18 rooms. Uh, you'll hear Smartmatic brought up a few times this week. A court hearing for Smartmatic defamation suit against Fox News will take place. This is just like the Dominion lawsuit where they're uh, asking for billions of dollars from Fox News. Uh, the PGA Championship kicks off on Thursday. Who's Still winning? Still can't get used to that. I don't know. A lot of folks like Dustin Johnson. I was wondering... I was surprised to know, given his live golf, like whether he could still even participate. So there's all that going on. I can't get used to it being this time of year. And Fast X will be released in theaters on Friday, the 10th in the franchise. This has been your week ahead.
got a big news update on the new bus rapid transit system in Milwaukee. Do you believe me? I said a big news update. Okay. Okay. Any excuse to get into it, but... There actually is some news on this, because the bus rapid transit line on Wisconsin Avenue launches in just a few weeks, and it will not only get you to your destination just slightly faster than a regular bus, it's also going to be free. So this, Eric, will make the magic bus even more magical. So what do you mean free? (laughs) So... They're actually offering, they found a sponsor, okay. to sponsor free rides for the first few months of the Magic Bus. Now, this is the bus that, at a cost, a startup cost of about $50 million, most of it was federal money, that it's going to run in dedicated lanes on Wisconsin Avenue and Blue Mound Road from the lakefront to the medical complex in Wauwatosa. Actually, if you've been driving on Blue Mound in Wisconsin, the markings are already there. Already setting it up. Yep. I got caught up in that the other night, leaving American Family Field, and I'm like, wait, I'm in the rapid bus lane. No buses. No, I was going to say, there wasn't any buses, though. You're right, right. I didn't get in any trouble for it, but we're going to have to figure this thing out on the roads. It's magic, as the county has predicted in public hearings and documents, that so many people, thousands in fact, who already have cars, will be so enamored of the magic bus that they will ditch their cars and start taking this bus instead. Now, I don't know about all that, but here's the news. The Magic Bus will be free to ride starting on its launch date June 4th through September 30th. So MCTS has a sponsorship agreement with UMO Mobility to provide the rides free of charge. UMO is, from what I can gather, the new fare collection system. So they're the ones who produce the software and the hardware and stuff like that. So they, hey, help us out here. Sure. Yeah, yeah. So they decided to sponsor I UMO. Like that. Is, so you'll get a chance to sample the Magic okay. Bus, and maybe you'll like it, and it's, then maybe you'll ride it. It's kind of like a cable subscription where, you know, you get HBO for free for a bit. Right. And then what do you do after the free trial? Well, just automatically start paying for it. Right? <laughs> right. If they had a way to keep charging you to ride the <laughs> in, in three months now, we just start right. charging you. <laughs> right. You don't even realize it. I definitely applaud the county on going for this. So they found a way to to make it free, and they used one of their uh, one of their partners to do it. I think that's good. I'm also not rooting against the magic bus. I hope it works. I just don't think it's going to. I think it's not going to be well utilized. I think it's a huge investment in both federal and local tax dollars and we don't have a way to pay for it because mcts is in some serious trouble as they've indicated in terms of their budgeting they're talking about a 20 million dollar deficit perhaps as early as next year or sorry 2025 okay so we we have the startup cost paid for but we don't have the operating costs so we're going to give you a few months to try it for free they hope people will like it and continue to ride and then i think it's two bucks each way four bucks round trip that's not a lot of money. It's not. Still probably cheaper to drive. Even with gas at three fifty a gallon. And insurance. And places to park. All right. Come on now. This could work. It could. We'll keep an eye on it, but at least for the first <laughs> okay. All right. for, the, for the first three months, <laughs> it's gonna be free on the magic bus. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all sports desk. Here's Greg Matzik. Well, the Brewers complete a three-game sweep of the Royals and a 4-2 homestand with Sunday's 9-6 win. The 0-1 delivery, a swing and a drive to right and deep and way, way out of here and gone for Christian Yelich. Well, he's back in tune, I'd say. 
Bob Bucher with the call. Two hits, two RBI for Yelich. He has three home runs in his last two games, hitting 348 with four home runs in the month of May. Take a little momentum on the road tonight. It's game one of a six-game road trip for the crew and the first of three against the Cardinals. Our coverage gets underway following the 6 o'clock news. In the NBA, the Boston Celtics advance to the Eastern Conference Finals with a blowout win over the 76ers. It'll be Boston and Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Western Conference Finals features the Lakers and Nuggets. That series gets underway on Tuesday night with the first of this best-of-seven series. And Mark Jackson will interview for the Bucks' head coaching vacancy, according to Sham Sharanya of The Athletic. It's time for Extra Points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's Greg Matzik. Dead last in the division? We're starting 50 years. The St. Louis Cardinals are a mess, and I'm here for it. I've never liked the Cardinals, and I likely never will, but with all my personal angst for the team that has ruined more than one postseason for the Brewers, I've always respected the way the Cardinals have handled their business off the field. As for this season, however, top prospect Jordan Walker sent to the minors after beginning his big league career recording a 12-game hitting streak. The PR nightmare continued when manager Oliver Marmol announced that catcher Wilson Contreras was being moved off his position to play a little DH, maybe in the outfield. A move that was supposed to last several weeks has been reversed amid backlash. Contreras signed a five-year, $87 million contract in the offseason. Despite winning three in a row, the Cardinals are still 16-25 and this season and in last place in the NL Central entering tonight's game against the Brewers. Well run, organized, smart, and always a threat to make a deep run. That's the Cardinals I've known for the bulk of my adult life. Until this year. Coming up on 6.52 here on Wisconsin's Morning News. On Monday mornings, we're joined by our teammate over at 101.7 The Truth, Telly Hughes. Morning, sir. Good morning. Hey, so I wondered if you saw this in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel over the weekend. There's a study about how we are talking about politics in our lives. And I just thought this would be an interesting thing to bring up. So here's the headline, okay? Political rifts end friendships, spark safety fears in Wisconsin, but civics can be healed. <laughs> That is very interesting, Vince. Yeah, it really is. You had to break up with any people in your life over politics? You know, I when you mentioned that to me, I had to think about it. And I play a lot of golf, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. different opinionated people that play golf. Let's just Plus, say that. Plus, you're trying to play golf. <laughs> and you're trying to play golf. I don't want to be mad. <laughs> but, uh, no, I have never um, ended a friendship, but I have limited communication <laughs> With someone, especially around the election cycle. Interesting. So you are reflected in this survey. So uh, they surveyed more than 3,000 people did the UW-Madison Center for Communication and Civic Renewal. A couple of takeaways from it. Stopping political discussion. 60% say disagreements ended conversations. I'd say for sure. I'm surprised it's that low. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's different to end a conversation than it is a friendship, but there have been a few where you're just like, all right, I'm, I'm out. This is too hot for me. I'm uh, yes. getting mad. You're getting mad. That's, that's exactly how it ends for me. And it's not a thing of walking away with a grudge or just being upset at this person. It's like, okay, you feel this way. I'm going to let you feel that way. I feel this way. It's all good. I still like you as a person, not 
your political beliefs. But yes, it, it can. I've seen it really get heated, and and just like you, Vince, I'm like, all right, this is this is a little too hot for me. I'll, Let me get out of this I, kitchen. I, I like the it's not you, it's me routine. I mean, yeah. we can go with that, right? When we break up with our friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, and on that, cutting ties, seventeen percent ended friendships or distanced from relatives over politics. Here's what they wrote. The fallout from Wisconsin's political divide can go deeper, limiting or ending longstanding personal relationships. 17% of Wisconsinites report completely ending a friendship or spending less time with a family member due to political disagreement, including 25% of Democrats, 10% of Republicans. Wow. So that's like, I can't be with you anymore. If we, and I, to some extent, you might defend it in that if all we do when we get together is talk about politics and if all we do when we talk about politics is argue, what are we doing here? But also, how can one political figure determine or dictate your relationship with your family? That, to me, yeah, is the most amazing thing. It's like, OK, because of what Vince believes I am not going to talk to my cousin like or my brother or sister. To me, it does get that heated and that divided. I don't believe it should really get that way because kind of presidents come and go. That's why they have terms. And I kind of look at it like <laughs> it might be my guy this time. It's going to be your guy next exactly. time. Exactly. So like kind of deal with it. But I don't think you should just just go off on the deep end and say, OK, my allegiance is with this political figure over my family. That is crazy to me. I think there are certain people, I, I know there are people in my life with whom, and I would not, I would not define myself this way as someone who's going to, you know, get up in somebody else's business about politics, but I fall into it. And you you get into where, people's like, business. Like, I turn into a guy I don't want to be. You like, start like, like, really? like, how? Is it just, you'll All just, caps? you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just start talking, okay, you and me, we just start talking about mm-hmm. something and then you get hot and I start getting hot you and like, <laughs> I get angry at a person that I like. Or care about. And I'm like, why are we doing this? I have a couple relationships in my life where I'm like, let's just not do it. Yeah. yeah. And part of it comes from, my wife always says this about things. Are you listening? Are you listening to understand or are you listening to respond? So like, Ah. am I really listening to you because I want to see where you're coming from because I want to hear what you're saying? Or am I just waiting for my turn to be like, you're wrong, get up, oh yeah. That's, well, it's usually the latter. (laughs) (laughs) Most people are just waiting for you to shut up so they can start talking (laughs) and get their point across. And they're not listening. You're right. Well, your wife's right. You not right. Yeah, right. Your wife's right. (laughs) That's right. Always. One piece of hope here in the study survey of more than 3,000 Wisconsinites. They say some support for compromise is probably a wish that the other side will make major concessions and compromise can sometimes undermine, rather strengthen democracy. But 74% support compromise to solve problems. I think to that latter point, though, sometimes we we say people call all the time on the show, Eric, and they text in and say, you know, like, we need to get together on this. We need to get together on this. But very often it's as long as you all see where I'm going. (laughs) Yeah. As long as you're all on board with me, we need to compromise. And to me. Like, what is the ultimate goal? What What are you trying to get out of these conversations? Because it, it, it seems like it's only one way. It's going to get heated and ends bad, right? Like, what is the best case scenario? I'll tell you what the best case scenario is. I agree with what you believe. 
or right, you yes. believe in what I believe. That's the best case scenario. I fixed you. Yes. It's like, <laughs> all right, finally, you see things the way I see them. It's not proving any point other than that. Next time, just talk about the weather. Telly Hughes yes. is over on 1017 The Truth. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you.